morning, church. Would you stand with us?
kingdom now and forever. Amen. Jesus said the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done, and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me, that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Christ, have mercy. Glory be on high. And on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. We praise Thee. We bless Thee. We worship Thee. We glorify Thee. We give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For Thou only art holy, Thou only art the Lord, Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, are most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen.
Pray together the collect. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. You may be seated for the lessons.
This morning's first lesson comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 7, beginning in verse 9. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. And they shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 34, and we'll read it responsively by the half verse. I will bless the Lord at all times. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. O oh, magnify the Lord with me. I sought the Lord, and he heard me. They looked to him and were radiant. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. Our second lesson this morning is taken from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, commencing. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, 
and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Now you can just stand for the gospel. <laughs> Works for me. Let's see what you say. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. St. Matthew, beginning in chapter 5. And seeing the multitudes, Jesus went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of our Lord. All right, there you go. Let me start over because there's people out there too. Okay, so this is All Saints Day. It's all about us, and uh, that's good. That's a good thing. Once in a while, we should celebrate us. But one of the things I want to do today is tell you who you are. Because okay? it's, it's really so important. The world does a really great job of beating you down and telling you what they think you are. And they don't think as much of you as God does. But uh, because we're children of the Most High God, we're really something. Amen? So this is the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, historically, you preach on the Beatitudes. That's, uh, That's what it's about. 
But I thought for a change that uh, the Lord told me to do something different, so I'm going to be preaching on the prelude to the Beatitudes, because in it is a magical word, and it's a word about us, and it's a word that we don't understand enough, and we need to apprehend completely. You know, uh, by the way, it's really fabulous to be back here and uh, be standing before you in less and less pain each week, uh, doing pretty good. I woke up with a, a little too much pain, and I uh, took it out of my wife, who I apologize to right here in front of all of you. Uh, sorry, Karen. <laughs> I love you so much. <clears throat> So it's all about uh, these eight statements that uh, Jesus uh, makes. But what he does when he makes them is so important. He doesn't just tell us in all the hordes down in the valley. But uh, it says that uh, he took his disciples and he called them to follow him. And he took them up the mountain in every one of the things he told them began with a word, and the word was blessed. So an important thing to remember, above all eight statements, is that this word blessed affirms a state of blessing that already exists. So at the very least, you were blessed. You're being blessed and you will be blessed. But I don't want to be emphasizing forever how you're going to be blessed because you're already blessed. They were already blessed. I mean, think about it. He took 12 people out of who knows how many. He called them up. And those 12 people were given a mandate, as we all know, to spread this word of hope and joy and peace and blessing to the whole world. And so eventually each one of us takes upon ourselves that title of ambassador for Christ, or we, or we don't, but we should, and around here most of us do, and it's a marvelous thing. So the fact that he took them up the mountain tells us it's a good big boy talk he's going to have. He's going to have a big boy talk with them. Serious, serious stuff. He told them that the kingdom had come. And that's a revelation. In fact, back in the 90s or uh, somewhere back there, we had a whole decade of the kingdom. Remember? Mm -hmm. Kingdom. And it was so important that we emphasized it. It wasn't so important we overemphasized it because uh, uh, greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the kingdom kind of sometimes puffs us up a little bit to where we think we are super people because of something we did or something that we have worked for. But in reality, we're more than conquerors in Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. In Christ. So... 
He's telling us that the kingdom is here. What are you waiting for? It was here then, and it's with them. And as a matter of fact, it's with us. It was here then, it's here now. It didn't leave. Because the kingdom, the word, is really synonymous with a name. Jesus. You see, the Christ is the kingdom. Everything emanates from the throne of God through the presence of Christ where he came in, and in the form of a man, no less, and dealt with the issues and created and brought a kingdom. So the kingdom's here and it's now. Never left. Revelation 11, chapters, verse 15, says that, And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord, and of his Christ, and he shall reign for a long, long time. No, it actually says forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. And we are called, get this, to rule and reign with Christ. What an amazing deal. Mm -hmm. Think you're doing that, Chris? Sometimes we do it, don't we? Sometimes we do it better than other times. But at least you and I are trying. When I read that passage around uh, 1115 Revelation, I'm always struck the manner of their acclamation. And I want you sitting here today, after enjoying that amazing worship, to kind of see where we're at in our acclamation. You see, their acclamation is to observe how it affected them and the consequences of understanding that trumpet exclamation for their adoration they rose from their seats and they fell upon their faces it says and they worshipped God Mm -hmm. they showed the ultimate in humility and reverence and they didn't think it was uncool in fact it sounds like they thought it was pretty cool What is self-evident here is they got it, didn't they? And that's what we want to do. We want to acquire that more and more. We want to get it. You know, so many times I've been called in places often trouble, dying, seriously sick, injured, grieving, and I asked the Lord as I'm on my way there, what in the world am I doing here, Lord? Why in the world would you give this job to me? I'm so unprepared. I'm so unanointed. I'm so lacking. Well, that's what the enemy wants you to believe. But it's not true. Ron, where God guides, he provides. 
Mm-hmm. Now, what he's looking for are the laborers. The harvest is plentiful. It's the workers who are few. And see, so we want to be like that young man who said, it's this conversation in Jeremiah between the Trinity and that quote, who in the world could we send to do this kind of a job? And the young man said, send me. Mm-hmm. I'll go. That's why we strive to make our level of worship here adoration. See, the same Lord's here present as was there. He's right here, right now. Mm -hmm. He's here in the worship. He's here in our praise. He says he inhabits the praises of his people. Mm -hmm. We willingly lift our voices and maybe our hands in worship and praise towards the living God. The same who set us free, who called us up on the mountain. He inhabits the praises of his people, I assure you, and he's present. He's so ever present in our Eucharist. Look at their manner of adoration, though. They thankfully recognize the right of our God and Savior to rule and reign over all the world. Mm-hmm. No, they cried, the kings of this world will become the kings of our Lord and of our Christ, Christ, Savior. The worshipers proclaim and accept that they're saints, children of the living God. And you begin to get a glimpse of why we could take a day, and especially recognize what it is to be a saint. They realized, I'm sure, by then, in this revelation package, that each one was created unique in a glorious way by God. He had big plans for each of them, as he has big plans for us. They thankfully observed his actual possession of them and willingly allow him to reign over them. They give him thanks because he's taken his great power and he's asserted his rights. He's exerted his power and so turned title for them and us into actual possession. They rejoice, in other words, that he reigns, and his reign will never end. It will reign forever and ever till all his enemies are put under his feet. Mm-hmm. They are overjoyed that none shall ever wrestle the scepter out of his hand. And he's there for them. Crazy. He's there for you. 
One of the things, particularly if you're a male, I, although I imagine it can just as well apply to a female, but in your teenagers, you get an opportunity to test just how much you can do all that on your own. And I'm living proof of the success of his bailout. But go ahead and try it. Whatever works for you. Now, if this kingdom power is here now, we can walk in it now. He does. One of my heroes over there. Because of who we are. We share the revelation that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. No one can stand against the Most High God. We share the revelation that the kingdom is obviously blessed since the founder and the maintainer of the kingdom is blessed. See, it doesn't take a tremendous amount of faith to work yourself up and to follow him. It's like a no-brainer. But I'll tell you what, the thief comes only to steal and destroy and to kill. And he works 24-7 trying to wipe these right out of your mind. And so we must continue to remember for each other and encourage each other. That's, that's not the truth. This is the truth. And the truth that sets you free is the truth that will keep you free. Once we declare God's infinite grace and we accept it and Him as our personal Savior and Lord, we enter His kingdom. And those in His kingdom are called saints. And it's rightfully so. Like I said, the tendency is always to remember all the special great ones, but the reality is that He's still working. He's built an army who's supposed to be working, and so we're all going to have our place. We're surrounded by witnesses. The twelve back there. My gosh, St. Patrick, Columba. I mean, we're surrounded by them. But you know what? We're going to fill in. Us, the next generation, and your children's children. And we won't quit until he returns. And we're assured that it's done. These uh, Beatitudes are the first of all declarations of God's grace. And that's what they are. We don't need to go through them. We go through them every year. They're all about God's grace. And it all 
begins, though, with his invitation to you and to me. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever should believe him should not perish. But you'll have eternal life. Another place it says life and life fully. So the Beatitudes, don't think that there's some kind of conditions of salvation or a road map. They're not. They're just a, a continual, ongoing reminder of the grace of God. And part of that grace is they're about God's community, not just individuals. By following Jesus, we become blessed members and as members of something, then that means we are co-workers. And not only with him, but with each other. Even though our character may not yet be there, fully formed in God's likeness, in fact, individually, we probably fail to fulfill the characteristics of some or all the blessings. I just confessed I did this morning. And the way I treated my precious wife. C.S. Lewis said, pain is God's megaphone. And I guess Karen got to hear it this morning. I was, <laughs> I got up in a lot of pain. But that's no excuse ever to be an ass. Now, individually, we're allowed as this community working with each other and growing within this kingdom and the principles and the, the great principles that it's founded on. We're allowed to grow more Christ-like. We grow and eventually, they say, we'll grow into His likeness. But right now, we're blessed nevertheless by the character of the entire community around us. And so citizenship in God's kingdom begins now. He took them up on the mountain, and there was a separation. Citizenship in God's kingdom begins now. And the character of the kingdom community is fully perfected when Jesus returns, till then we work together. But we must not doubt who he is or what he did or what that makes us. What we shall become. Matthew twelve twenty seven. If I cast out the demons by Satan, by whom do your sons drive them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. But if it's by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you expected it. What an amazing thing. Matthew 6.32, it says, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. 
But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things you're desiring shall be added unto you. No, the kingdom is so powerful and all those things open and available to us as kingdom people whom they call saints. What Jesus revealed when he called the disciples up on the mountain is not an automatic revelation for them or us. Maybe it should be, but it's not. It's a work in progress. But what he attempts to do is to demonstrate a new and living way, a kingdom life far exceeding the normal, much higher. Mountains represent the church and the kingdom and its authority. So Jesus takes the disciples and not only separates them, but calls them to this higher place. The same place he called us. In the same place today, on All Saints Day, we enjoy to remember and thank him for. And all those who have gone before us, and all those who share the burden with us today, and all those future saints that will go after us. It's a glorious day. It's a celebration. He calls us all to it. Most certainly those who are called to lead. Those who wish to be used mightily of God, and why wouldn't each one of us want to be? <laughs> but it calls us to a greater sacrifice, commitment, and a higher and closer relationship with Him. But He can take you there. He can take you there, I assure you. And I encourage you, don't wait till you're 72. It's been a long journey for me. Looking back, I wish that I had pressed in harder sooner. Because I want more of them than ever. And like Paul, I earnestly desire to know him. It's been my experience, and it's a tragedy, that most Christians never walk in much of what God has granted them. But a great start is to walk as a committed saint. Be proud of the title. Rest upon it and all that it means. See who you are in Christ. Rise to the commitment. Soar like an eagle. It's so fitting to celebrate 
who we are in God's economy. You are a saint of the Most High God. And while the list of those who preceded us grows longer daily, we still can revel at the fact that we're actively fulfilling Christ's mandate to take the world for Him. And in doing that, we join in and we become one with Him. We must take the time, I believe, to celebrate our God-given station, titles, Saint, I kind of like the sound of it more and more. And it's not just about all those who came before us. Sure, we look at their accomplishments and their sacrifice for great encouragement. But we've been given the same tools, skills, anointing to do our thing. To build our part of the kingdom. And it's that that I want to revel in today. No, today we celebrate who we are. Saints of the living God. Destined to eternal victory. Ruling and reigning with Christ. Amen. Please stand. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one spirit, by whom all things were made who from us been our salvation, came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven and is seated on the right hand of the Father and he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. That we all may be one. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you. That your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. 
Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. That our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. That they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. And also share in your heavenly kingdom. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people in the multitude of your mercies. Look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For your gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Peace, the Lord, be always with you. Turn and greet your neighbor. <coughs> DLM. They people uh, have targeted her business to burn it down. And uh, she's not going to figure. Could somebody go through a smart guy and explain to me how that works? <laughs> this lady has a nonprofit organization. She runs around begging money from people to help the urban black community. And they're going to burn her out. It's you know what's you know what's sad is that when she was had her offices in L.A. the riots in L.A. they burned her out then. That was the Rodney King riots, I think. Yeah. We'll pray for Star and Cure. This Urban Renewal Center. Yeah, she's done a lot of great things, and every time we've gone out there with our school, uh, Phil and I have taken the students out there. She's treated us just royally, and. Oh, yeah, I've been to offices, and she had lunch, and she just bragged on us. She just loves us, uh, and we really love her. And so we want to pray for, for Star and the offices and the staff and the, and the whole thing. But they're targeting that for Wednesday. So it's, it's, a, it's a sad state. So anyway, we will pray for her. I don't know if any other announcements. We're in November. Woohoo! As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, 
Let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
today is a very special day for me. Bishop, what's that in my awesome face? I think it's the most uh, special and beautiful tradition for us because Mexicans, we took this tradition from the Spanish to remember all those ones who passed away too early. Um, and I think um, that's the best thing that Mexicans, we took over. By always, we're trying to take over everything. But this was one of the special ones then. The Spanish Catholic Church gave it to us. And today is um, All Saints Days, and we celebrate in Mexico all those little children and little kids that pass away with their beautiful memories. And tomorrow we celebrate all the families that they come together and have in heaven, and they come and visit us. And I just feel like God put for me this words. To let to tell you, letting you know, then remember those ones who you lost, those ones they pass away, with joy, with love and fun memories. Put a picture of them, turn a candle of them, talk about stories with them, because for us they come, they come. We don't see it, but we feel it, and I feel like. Um, God put this so hard, so bad in my heart to let you know that um, maybe we will not see them, but they will be here with us. And it's okay. Let's sing, let's cry, but happy. Those tears, they need to be happy. And let's celebrate the life that they had it. And let's celebrate the life they have in heaven too because we believe in it's life in heaven after that and feel the presence I don't know I just need to I need, I need to tell you because I feel like this it will a lot of people help a lot of people who is grieving it will help to grieve it will fill your heart and your soul more peaceful that is what it does with me and it's that where why I'm here standing up and keep living life because this because I believe in it's life after that thank you you could rebuild the whole uh, community of earth we're so uh, we're so blessed that's a great word and I know how sensitive you are to that whole you know spirit world and that and uh Thank you. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Know who taught me to be so boisterous doing that? That little girl right there playing the piano. She is a nutcase, I'll tell you that. And now all over the country, people, when I do that, they give me really, my fellow bishops, strange looks. But why wouldn't you want to celebrate? Why wouldn't you want to celebrate what he's done? 
Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death. And he called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation of people set apart. Everywhere we will proclaim your mighty works, for you've called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, the death he freely accepted, he took bread and he gave you thanks. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was entered, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Let us therefore proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love, together with our patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and with all the clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray. Olivia, Connie, Susan, Carl, Serena, Naomi, Rachel, Nadia, Kyle, Sonia, Sandra, Maria, Karen, and her husband Doug. Father David and Darcy, Tammy, Thomas, Michael, Sherry, Kyla, Dan, the Oki family, the Alcaraz family, Bishop Davison, the Landon family the Marines and Sailors of Camp Pendleton, and those who serve. We pray especially for Star and her family. You may add names of those you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, the martyrs, with St. Michael and all thy saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to the supper, the Lamb, the body and the blood of Christ.
Archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of our sin. Remember the gospel. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself and not counting men's sins against him. And he loves us. He's not mad at us. He's forgiven us. Best of all, he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Particularly those two in the back. (laughs) I love you. Amen. Amen. Let us go into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you.
be that you are good. 